Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Beyond organic sleep. Marinero, game four is in the books, and the Montreal Canadiens lose on home ice by a score of 2-1 to one in overtime to the Vegas Golden Knights on a game-winning goal by Nicholas Roy. I'm sick to my stomach. Honestly, I am. It's the sick podcast. I'm Marinero, and I'm sick to my stomach. Why? Well, let's start with this. The referees, the refereeing in this series especially. Look, the referee in the playoffs, NHL playoffs, has been bad. The refereeing in this series has a lot of people wondering if the National Hockey League wants the Vegas Golden Knights to go to the final and not the Montreal Canadiens. So it has a lot of people talking about the fix being in, and I find that extremely unfortunate. You know, I um, I believe in good faith of the officials. Uh, I believe in uh, I believe in fair play, and I believe in all that stuff. And maybe I'm just naive, or maybe I'm just plain stupid. I don't know what it is, but this whole thing—it smells bad. It looks bad tonight was a perfect case. And now keep in mind, okay, keep in mind that there was a game in this series where it was game two where the Vegas Golden Knights did not receive a single penalty in the entire hockey game. And we all saw the way they played, and they were deserving of more than one penalty in the hockey game. Game three was, once again, another game that was not well officiated. And the Montreal Canadiens, despite the referees, were able to win the game and win in overtime on a game-winning goal by Josh Anderson. Game four, I saw so many things in this hockey game, and at the end of the night, the Vegas Golden Knights went on the power play once, and the Montreal Canadiens went on the power play once. It seemed to me like one of those cases of having the referees manage the game, the referees not wanting to be the difference in the hockey game, so they decided to put one team on the power play once and the other team on the power play once. Guess what? By refereeing the way they refereed, they did affect the outcome of the game. I mean, Braden McNabb in front of referee Chris Lee punched Nick Suzuki in the face. And Chris Lee actually turned his head and pretend, pretend that he was looking the other way. Uh, You ever watch... um, What's the movie again? Is it the uh, the the town with uh, I think it's called the town, right? The one uh, with uh, Ben Affleck when when they robbed the bank and stuff like that. And at one point, uh, there was four or five bank robbers and they they escaped. Um, and you know after robbing the bank and stuff like that, and the police officer saw them, and uh, but they were four and they all had guns in their hands, and uh, so at one point the officer just just pretended to look the other way. That's exactly what Chris Lee did tonight in the game between the Canadians and the Vegas Golden Knights. On more than one occasion, it was really, really bad. I thought it was uh, the refereeing was lopsided. I thought it was advantage Vegas throughout the entire night. I thought they got away with a lot. A Montreal Canadiens team, uh, hockey's crazy sometimes. You know, it's, it's, it's sometimes it just doesn't make sense. 
The better team doesn't always win. I'll get to that in a second. It's a sick podcast. The show's brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. You can go to myessentia.com slash sickpod and see why Essentia is the mattress of choice for many athletes, including over 25% of professional hockey players. Use code sickpod for a free pillow with your cho- uh, with your purchase. Essentia, beyond organic sleep. And the referees were sleeping tonight. They were sleeping all night long. The Canadians were not. The Canadians were clearly the better team than Vegas they outshot them 28-21. The uh, high danger scoring chances uh, were 18-1 to in favor of the Montreal Canadiens. And the only one that the Vegas Golden Knights got actually ended up beating Carey Price for the game-winning goal by Nicolas Roy. And uh, we'll get to it in a second. But uh, many turning points in this hockey game. We talked about the refereeing being one of the turning points. Uh, but we also have to talk about missed opportunities. Now... It was a scoreless first period in which the Canadians played well, were the better team. The Canadians were the better team again in the second period and got the only goal of the second period. It was Nick Suzuki who sent Paul Byron in on a breakaway. He goes all alone on Robin Lehner. And by the way, what a courageous decision by Vegas head coach Pete DeBoer, who this is probably the turning point in the series, inserting Robin Lehner in goal. We all know what happened in game three. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury gave up a terrible goal at a terrible time. We saw George McPhee and Kelly McCrimmon, the general manager, uh, and his assistant actually shaking their heads when it went in. They weren't happy, and uh, clearly you had to think they weren't happy with Marc-Andre Fleury. Anyway, um, earlier in the day, at the morning skate, it appeared like Robin Lehner was going to be the starting goalie as he came off the ice first. Peter DeBoer was asked if he was going to be. He said he was not going to comment on that. But as suspected, it was Robin Lehner. And Robin Lehner was, with the exception of the Byron goal, I mean, he came up huge. He made some huge stops off of um, Brendan Gallagher. Um, he made huge stops off of uh, Armia. He made huge stops off of Corey Perry. He made huge stops in close. I mean, he was uh, almost impenetrable. He was really, really good. He's a big man. He covers a lot of net. Listen, let's not forget that about a year ago, you can make the argument that Robin Lehner was a better goaltender than Mark andre Fleury. Fleury had a better year this year, but Robin Lehner is a very, very capable goaltender. He's, he's either on or he's off, and tonight he was definitely on. So that's a courageous decision, and uh, Pete DeBoer deserves a lot of credit for that for sure. A shout-out to Excellent Photo, centrally located close to downtown shopping in Montreal, and university ships to all of Canada professional staff at the store online uh, to help you choose the gear that you really need, excellentphoto.ca. Speaking of photo... I want you to think of Cole Caulfield's breakaway. Think about this. Period number three. um, Twelve and a half minutes left to go in regulation. The Canadians up by a score of one to nothing. And Cole Caulfield is off to the races. And now Cole Caulfield with a step on Theodore. Here he comes. Caulfield's in. Shut down by Robin Leonard. And it just, you know, it's miss at one end, score at the other. It happened when the Canadians scored. Alex Petrangelo had hit the post. Vegas had a couple of opportunities there in close. All of a sudden, the puck goes the other way from Suzuki to Byron. He goes on a breakaway. He scores. So it's miss at one end, score at another. When Caulfield missed, you knew that if Vegas was going to tie up that game, that everyone had to remember that stop that Robin Lehner made off of Cole Caulfield. Yes, also have to keep something in mind. If there's one player you would have wanted to have a breakaway for the Montreal Canadiens, it's Cole Caulfield. Uh, he had a breakaway last game, and he was able to put it up and over Marc-Andre Fleury. 
This time he decided to go five hole on Robin Lehner, who stacked the pads and made a big save. So what had to happen happened. Two minutes after that, a bad goal. Theodore to the corner. Carlson shifting on Merrill. He'll try this side. There's McNabb. They score! Braden McNabb leaks it through Carey Price. And with 9.23 left, the Golden Knights have tied it. Merrill following Carlson. At one point, he decides, I'm not going to follow him behind the nets. Goes to the front of the net. Carlson wraps it around, throws it in front, onto McNabb. And you know what? Once again, uh, Vegas defensemen chipping in with some big goals. This is a tough one because the way Carey Price has played the entire playoffs and the way he's played versus the Vegas Golden Knights, everyone knows that the Canadians, had it not been for miracles from Carey Price, probably wouldn't have beat the Toronto Maple Leafs because he came up absolutely huge in game five, six, and seven. The Canadians were able to win it. But um, Carey Price gave up a bad goal. I mean, uh, yes, McNabb is in close. Maybe the coverage has to be better. But that puck just went through him. Uh, and based on the saves that Carey Price has made, and, and, and by the way, I get it. You're going to tell me that if it wasn't for Price, they have no business. I agree with you. You're going to tell me that Price gave up a bad goal. Yes, but the Canadians needed to bail him out. I agree with you. But one has nothing to do with the other. It was a bad goal. You can ask Carey Price. Clearly, he'd like to have it back. And myself personally, when I saw the Canadians playing such a good game and only having one goal to show for it in the entire hockey game, when I saw Robin Lehner stop Cole Caulfield on a breakaway, when I saw McNabb two minutes later go the other way and score a goal to tie it at one, I just had a pretty bad feeling about it. I don't have a bad feeling about sportbuffshop.com for all of your officially licensed sports apparel and more. Use code 615 for 15% off on all of their items of your favorite teams, be it hockey or any other sport. So anyway, on to overtime they go. But before they went to overtime, Brendan Gallagher with about three minutes to go in the hockey game had a chance in close. Laner stood his ground and then it went to overtime and Sometimes overtime, games in overtime last long. Sometimes they don't. And, uh, you know, it all depends on whether goalies are cold or they're not or this or that. You get a shot early. The McNabb goal that tied it at one, I think Vegas hadn't had a shot in about seven minutes. And I was watching that and I was saying they haven't had a shot in seven minutes. The first shot they're going to take, they're going to score. And it turned out that way that they did. It was a high scoring chance. Once again, their first of the hockey game. Once they went to overtime, I thought it was Vegas that had all the momentum. Uh, contrary to last game, where it was Montreal that had all the momentum going into the overtime because the Canadians tied it up late in the hockey game. This time, it was Vegas that had the momentum because they scored that goal, and they started the overtime great Vegas. did. They actually had a better third period than the Canadians. They, uh, they were the aggressor in overtime, and in overtime, sometimes it's a game of mistakes. Um William Carlson is uh, is uh, is able to keep it in, and uh, he beats. Uh, he puts a lot of pressure on Ben Chirot, who can't get it out. Um, and Ben Chirot could have just kept it in his skates and stuff like that, but it looked like he tried to get it out. He couldn't. Carlson gets it over to the other side. Max Pacioretty picks it up. He's got uh, Shea Weber on him. Pacioretty decides to spin. He spins, and at that point, Weber's got a decision to make. Stick with Pacioretty, but no. Weber um, actually, um, or, or go to the front of the net or whatever. So Weber goes to Pacioretty. Sherratt's not in front of the net either. 
Uh, and Kotkaniemi's got to pick up two guys at that point, thinking that Nicholas Roy is his guy who's a center iceman. But Pacioretty spins and turns, take a shot. Carey Price makes the save. The rebound falls there. It falls to Nicholas Roy, who takes a shot. Price makes another save. And then Roy picks up the rebound. He waits out Carey Price, who throws his stick, dives at it. Uh, Yasperi Kakanyemi throws himself into the net in desperation. And Nicholas Roy is able to put it on up and over Carey Price. And that's your hockey game. And the Vegas Golden Knights win a huge game in Montreal. It looked like Montreal had Vegas where they wanted them at one point. It looked like they rattled them. But once again, in this league, if you're relying on scoring one goal to win a hockey game and to win it by a score of one to nothing, more often than not, it's just not going to happen. And now they go back to Vegas in front of 18,000 strong again, where we know it's not easy. Uh, Vegas was the better team in game one for about 50 minutes of play. Um, they were not the better team in game two. You have to give the Canadians credit. They were ready to play game two in Vegas, but now it's a best of three with two of a possible three games being played in Vegas. And uh, game five is going to be played on Tuesday night, game six on Thursday night in Montreal. And whether or not there's going to be a game seven, we don't know yet, but right now Vegas has the momentum. The decision once again to start Robin Lehner was a good one. And uh, Montreal was a missed opportunity at home in front of their fans. So you can place your bets on my bookie. Go to mybookie.ag slash the sick podcast and use code sick picks for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet, win, get paid. If there's something, if I can give you a pick, I can tell you this is that, um, you know, going into game five between the Islanders and Tampa Bay and going into game five between the Montreal Canadiens and Vegas, the way uh, the past couple of games have been played. I'm going to give you the under in both hockey games. I expect the opposition to not give away much. I expect it to be defensive efforts. Uh, the Islanders are going on the road, and they're going to play a New York Islanders-style hockey game. The Canadians are going on the road. They're going to play a Montreal Canadiens-style hockey game. Uh, both of them know how to play a real good defensive game on the road. Uh, I'm not going to give you any winners in terms of who's going to win the game outright, but I will give you two unders. Under in Game 5 between the Islanders and the Lightning, under in Game 5 between the Montreal Canadiens and the Vegas Golden Knights. Other than that, I'm down. I'm dejected. I'm sick of the National Hockey League. I think they got the worst refereeing in all of uh, professional sports and team sports. Um, they, they try and manage the game. They try and balance things out the way they did earlier in, this, in the season. There was that situation, of course, with, uh, with Tim P. Uh, Tim P. <laughs> Tim Peel. Yeah, Tim P, I guess. Yeah, with Tim Peel. Um, and, uh, you know, Nashi didn't ref another game in the National Hockey I don't know what Chris Lee is doing refereeing in the National Hockey League playoffs. To think that it's the semifinals and the National Hockey League thinks that he's one of their better referees, I think it's a just it's an absolute joke. They're, they're making a mockery of the league. Um, and that's it. You know, the Montreal Canadiens are two wins away from a Stanley Cup final. They haven't been to the final since the last time they won the Cup in 1993. And uh, living in Montreal and covering this team for the last 19 years or so, uh, this one hurts. I, uh, I am down. Um, this team has a lot of character, though. Just when you think that this team is down and out, just when you think this team doesn't have the momentum, uh, everyone thought that they were they were done going into Game 5 versus Toronto. Uh, they had the lead in the hockey game. They surrendered it. Everyone thought they were done again. They won in overtime. They had the lead in Game 6. They surrendered the lead. Everyone thought they were done in overtime. They won in overtime again. They won in Toronto. They played Game 7, and they won that game. Uh, not many people gave them a chance to win Game 2 versus Vegas. They did. 
Uh, not many people thought they were going to win game three versus Vegas. They did. Uh, game four, they played better than Vegas and they lost. Sports is a crazy thing. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, but we have ourselves, obviously, a series. It's the Sick Podcast. You can follow us on all social media platforms. The Sick Podcast with Tony Marinaro. You can also follow us on YouTube uh, and the podcast platforms. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Sick Podcast. Until next time, I can't wait for Game 5 between the Montreal Canadiens and the Vegas Golden Knights. On our next episode, one guy who's been there before, a longtime veteran in the National Hockey League, now former National Hockey League player, Montreal Canadiens fans, you'll know him well. Thomas Placanitz will join me on the Sick Podcast. Until then, I'm Marinero. Have a good one. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress beyond organic sleep.